Welcome to Watching with Beer. I'm Mark. I'm Michelle. And we are on episode six of WandaVision. Finally a good episode? Yes. And yeah. Much better. Of course, this is take two on this episode for us. And some <laughs> dumb motherfucker, um, some big old fucktard deleted it because it got tied into another episode. So I thought just when it said delete from episode, it would have saved it. And, well, nope. It deleted the whole goddamn thing. So after our great Dane that we've had for a year to the date, and is almost 15 months old, just farted on me, <laughs> um, we can get this started. <laughs> Damn near farted in my fucking face. So we will start with the beers we've had since last week. Um, well, of course, you know, it was pre-Super Bowl beers we started with. And we went to Windshift which is about 10 minutes from Arrowhead. Of course, we talk about wind shift all the time. Uh-huh. Um, we'll start with the Ability Casey Oyster Stout, which was a 6%, and it was um, they used Messenger Coffee, which I think was the Ability, was the style, whichever, the flavor, <laughs> whatever the fuck you want to call it, whatever that specific bean or roast was called. Oh, okay. And... That one was fucking amazing. I gave it a 4.75. The coffee really came through good. And then I had the Azaka Hop Spotlight Series, which this time was a blonde ale. Usually it's a pale ale. And that one was a 5%er. Um, that was nice and hoppy. Um, usually with blonde ales, they use a lot of adjunct shit anymore. You know, fruits or what have you. All kinds of sugary shit, and definitely one of the best Blondells I've ever had. It was quite delicious. And then we brought some home. What'd you have there that day? That we... Well, that day I actually also had the ability. Oh yeah, you stuff. tried it. And it was a. I gave it a four point five. I thought it was really good. And I also had the um, cranberry orange chaison, which I gave That's a four point right. seven five. <laughs> it was fabulous. But then again. The base is fabulous, which is just a regular chase on. So, yeah. yeah. All right, and then brought some home. I brought home the Noctilucent, which is a Imperial IPA, and this was the Citroen Strata version. It um, eight percenter on that one, and that was my kickoff beer, and which I also had picked up some Tomstown Gin because I wanted a local liquor to do the shots for each quarter and then well would have been for touchdowns but since Kansas City didn't score any fucking touchdowns I didn't have any shots to that so I didn't get too fucked up at least not off of that stuff <laughs> so well, that, that was some um, kickoff beer uh, about half time I opened up one of yours the log boat the Leia which has got like Princess Leia with a laser gun riding on a shark um, it's a Berliner style, um, a Berliner Weiss with guava. I gave that one a four. Um, and I, as I'd put, it was a decent Berliner overall and better than this goddamn game. I like it. I mean, it's a, it's a good, just everyday beer. Well, yeah, you pick it up quite often when they do put it out. I yeah. think it's a seasonal. It is. It seems yeah. like it really it seemed is. like last year you picked up at least four or five, six packs. Oh, yeah. Well, this is your second one of this one. No, this is the first one. Is this your first? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we just found it. 
And then I finished the game off with the regular oyster stout with grassy bar oysters. And um, gave that one a four and a quarter. As I put, fucking Chiefs played like shit. At least this is a nice, slightly roasted briny oyster stout. So that one was pretty damn tasty too. <coughs> and had you had anything else before today? No. Well, at least anything new, I should no, say. Nothing new. <laughs> no. Well, today we went back by wind shift. Um, of course, they had kind of Valentine's Day stuff. Right. Well, at least today's was, and one they put out yesterday. yesterday. Small batch Sunday. He went with a mead this time, a strawberry chocolate mead. And I gave this a four and a quarter. And, you know, you got the fruit. You can really taste the strawberry. Just a hint of chocolate in there. And actually, I got some of the honey from the mead in the very back end of it. Yeah. So, like I said, I gave it four and a quarter. And what did you think of that one? I gave it a 3.75. Yeah, well, but like it's a meads. mead. I yeah. don't really like meads, and that's the only reason they're not carbonated, so I'm not really that enthused with them. That's true. Yeah, so. you like the carbonation. I like the carbonation. And then the big hitter that he put out yesterday, the German chocolate cherry cake, that was real fucking good. I gave it a four seven five with this. Base actually, that was probably about a ten or eleven percenter. It was a twelve percent. Oh, twelve! Fuck. It was a twelve percent imperial double. Yeah. No, we shared both of these, so. Right. Right. And we brought a can of each of <laughs> can yes, of this did. one home each. Yes. So, but yeah, I'd put it as a great dessert beer. I got some of the stone fruits, so you know, cherry, a little bit of coconut, with just a hint of the roast you get from most stouts, and it was delicious. Yeah, I'm. It's definitely a dessert beer. It really is. Um, the cherry is not overdone, and no. it's not a, that fake cherry yeah. taste. Yeah, you didn't get the Black Forest, because with it being the German chocolate, you did get that just a hint of coconut, like you should. Right, and yeah. I gave it a 4.5. Um, it's very good, but as I said, it's, it doesn't come through as fake like... Uh, some chocolate things can, and some cherry things can. They can come out real fakey, and it doesn't yeah, taste that get way that at all. medicinal taste. Well, either medicinal or just sugary. Bleh, yeah, you know, but you much. can't even tell it's a real flavor. Yeah, and then we got a taster of the dragon fruit cider. You were always the cider person, of course, not so much anymore. Right. This was kind of sweet and. Um, to me, you know, the dragon fruit was there, but it seemed like it pushed the apple even more forward. Yeah. I got quite a bit of apple, which, and you know, maybe a little bit of apple peel, which you don't... I mean, when you have ciders, yeah, it's there, but it doesn't taste like you just had bit into a fucking apple, and that's what this tasted like. Yeah. I just ate, you know, bit into the skin and everything, and it was there. So I gave it a four. Um, I'm not real big on ciders anyway. Um, so. I gave it a four, and I wish it was carbonated. <laughs> well, yeah. So um, I would have given it higher um, if it had been carbonated. But then again, it's a cider, so it's not going to be carbonated. Well, ciders are a lot of ciders are carbonated. They are. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Everybody. Everybody else's is carbonated. Hmm. Um, yeah. Not the ones I've had, I don't know. Maybe I don't pay much attention. But, um, anyway, on to the show. <clears throat> Again, um, 
This one was called All New Halloween Spooktacular. And we finally got a goddamn pretty good episode. Right, right. I won't, still won't put it up there with some of the other stuff we're watching right now, but this one was good. And the sitcom stuff worked. Well, that's because it really wasn't... Uh, but it wasn't as much as sitcom. Yeah, it wasn't pushed down your throat. I mean, it wasn't a... a well, it doesn't feel like they were trying so goddamn hard and pushing it so much as a sitcom and... Right. Everything else, it was just more of kind of a comedy and right everything you know that the rest of it kind of hasn't been well and, and when they're trying to do the sitcom-y thing it's so fake it's yeah. like a you know it's like a forced laugh well and it, it seems like they were trying to copy or imitate other stuff way too much and you know especially when you're dealing with classics you can't don't even try <laughs> Well, and and it's hard because you don't reach every group that way, group of people. It's just, you know, some people didn't like it. You don't have the right age group and everything else, so it doesn't work. This opening, it's got the kids running around with the the good old VHS camcorder. (laughs) And you just kind of record everything in the house, talking about Halloween and, and talking about what's Halloween about and... Was it Tommy calls Billy a Dorkosaurus? Mm-hmm. You know, because they're asking each other what they're dressed up as. And Tommy thinks it's more about candy, of course. Yes, yeah. he does. So. And going on about candy, and then he calls Billy the Dorkosaurus Rex. Yeah. And he's like, that's not even a real dinosaur. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even so serious about it. Yeah. <laughs> and there's Uncle Petro. So Peter's laying on the couch asleep, and he's snoring away, and Tommy's like, oh, he even snores cool. <laughs> yeah, because he's the cool uncle. And he tells um, Billy that he think, you know, you, you're afraid of him because you think he's a vampire. And, of course, he's hearing all this, and yeah, he, he wakes up and spins around the room, and ah! scares the shit out of him. And then Wanda comes down the stairs. She's dressed up with... I think looks like a devil. Yeah, yeah. You think looks like a devil. Yeah, but and it, it, she's not. <laughs> Tommy asks if she's a... An old red riding old hood. Old red riding hood. And she's like, no, I'm a Sarkovian fortune teller. <laughs> yeah, that's something everybody would recognize. Yeah. yeah. They'd look at her costume and say, oh yeah, we know exactly what that is. Yeah, and Peter's like, well, you yeah, know, that's lame. That's worse than when, you know, the um, costumes we had when we got typhoid or typhus or whatever the hell it was. When they were kids. Yes. Yeah. And so it shows the flashback of those two trick-or-treating. He's wearing an eye patch. Yeah, they're just kind of grubby old clothes. Yeah. And some old woman's giving them a fish, which I assume is how they got sick. Yeah. So, so. I'm pretty sure later that this was actually a pickled herring. Yeah. That they were getting because for she... trick-or-treating. Because, yeah, later they do mention a pickled herring. Yeah. And so... And then the boys are still talking about their uncle again and says, you know, he's what you call a man-child. Yeah. At least they do... Re- they are smart enough to recognize that. And then um, Vision comes down the stairs in his outfit, which... Ends up being a luchador, but um, yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> Peter's how like, um, "What are you, a traffic light?" 
Yeah. Because his suit's orange and green, or yellow and green, and his face is all done up red. Right. And like, no. no. Um, half shucked corn. And where does the red come from? <laughs> Bloody uh, corn. Half corn. I don't know. And he goes, uh, a booger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Vision's like, yes. <laughs> okay, so he might be closer to being right on that he one. He just goes with that. <clears throat> and um, <coughs> so uh, Vision's telling Wanda that Peter's great with the kids, and so he's going to go on neighborhood patrol. Right. Or neighborhood watch because the trees, you know, need to be protected from the toilet paper. <laughs> yeah, all teenagers do that, I guess. According to them. And Peter asks where the water balloons are. And she's kind of like, Wanda's like, what? And he said, where are we going to put all the shaving cream? (laughs) So he's, you know, just having a good time with it all. And then he takes Tommy with him to go get a costume. And they run. Well, he, well, I won't say flies out. He, you know, runs as fast as fuck. And does his best flash imitation. And... They both come back in this pretty much the same suit. Right. Some leggings or whatever the hell you want to call them. And some shorts and a shirt with a silver lightning bolt on it. And this terrible haircut. Yeah. <laughs> a hairdo, I should say. Yeah, it's not really super good. No. no but they look the same. Yeah. And we see back at the, you know, military camp, sword camp. Um, they got a new drone. And like you'd said, it kind of looks like it's flashing or there's like a light going through yeah. it or something. It's, you know, it's almost pulsing in a way. Yeah, it's powered by something unusual, it seems. Right. And so Hayward, you know, doing his spill and shit and tells Monica that she's, you know, busy advocating for these superheroes when she's trying to take up for Wanda. And so he gets rid of Monica and Jimmy Woo and Darcy. Tells him, you know, get out of here. And Monica's like, well, you're using the last five years as an excuse to be a coward. You know, instead of standing up. And I still, you know, I don't see what the fuck his problem is. Because if it wasn't for the superheroes, those people that were gone for five years wouldn't be back anyway. Right. You know, so... And a lot... I don't know why he's worried about her advocating for superheroes. Right, and a lot less people would have survived anyway in those five years without all those other missing people. You know, there's bound to be repercussions with those people missing. Yes. And so they're outside the tents now, headed over towards the vehicle and, you know, being kind of led away. And, well, Jimmy, he puts up a fight and takes a couple down and Monica joins in. All while Darcy's just sitting there like, um, okay. <laughs> yeah, she, well, and she's not the fighting type. No, know, definitely she's, not. She's the brains. She's the dorky brains. Yep. And now we got everybody trick-or-treating. And they're talking about, um, well, uh, Peter and, Mo- and, um, and Wanda. <laughs> Wanda. I don't know what the, I was going to say Monica again. Talking about, you know, growing up in the orphanage. Well, she asked him about the orphanage. And yeah. he's like, mm, are you trying to test me? He goes, I know I look different. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, but questions why? And she, I mean, she is testing him and she doesn't know why he's changed either. No, which you is know. unusual. Yeah. 
But he's trying to figure out why she's testing him. And then the boys are saying, Uncle P. Um, well, he's telling the boys, you know, we're going to maximize our candy acquisition. And the boys are like, kick ass. Oh, yeah, and, kick ass. And Wanda's like, kick ass. Huh. You know, almost like a huh at the end there. Yeah. So, which is like bringing up Aaron Taylor. It's an Easter egg for Aaron Taylor Johnson, who was the her brother that got killed. Yeah, in, the, the actual one. Right. Avengers Age of Ultron. So that was just kind of a little Easter egg there for him. Yeah. And then she sees Herb standing around as Frankenstein doing the neighborhood watch thing. You know, he's got the old earpiece in and on his, patrol. And his costume looks pretty good. Yeah, no, it's that's a really cool looking good. Frankenstein. Yeah. And so he starts getting the message there and, you know, all the candy's disappearing. And then you see blur behind yep. you know, him and everything like that and of things uh, happening. Jack-o'-lanterns all being smashed. Again, a blur. But then you do see, actually see him. Oh, yeah. You know, Pietro. Slow down and smash smashing some them. pumpkins. Yeah. And then everybody's getting silly string. Yep. I miss them again. Yeah. And so Wanda's like, well, maybe Vision can help. And Herb's like... Well, he's not on duty, so she's, you know, kind of curious, and Herb looks at her and goes, well, do you want something changed? Yeah, because it's, they, they, you know, they're playing a part. It's weird yeah. that they seem to know they're playing a part. Yeah. But, you know, she's still in control. Yeah, they have to be happy about their part, though. They yeah, can't. or they want to keep her happy. Well, I don't think they can go out of character anyway. I no, think that, she forces the character that's on That's probably them. true. And so now we see Vision. He's strolling down the street. And he's looking over and he notices this couple. And they're like setting up some decorations. But they keep repeating emotion. It's, they're not doing much. You know, she's trying to hang up, looks like maybe the other end of a ghost or something on a line. Right. And so, but she, right before she gets to the line, her arms goes back down and back up. And then the husband, he's sitting there with a big old jack or lantern, going to put it on the ground and doesn't, picks it back up and goes back down, back. That's and a complete then, repetitive, like on a loop, like you said before. Right. And she's got a tear in her eye. Yeah. And the tear runs down her face. But it's just, yeah, they just can't get out of that, that repetitive loop. Yes. And then we get our prerequisite flashback commercial thingy-majigger. This one's in Claymation, a little kid on a deserted island, you know, out in the middle of nowhere. And this shark comes up, and he's got a thing of yo magic. Some yogurt. Yeah. And with the old tin top. Yeah, they got the old, well, it's still I the mean, pull. It's, yeah, it's... You know, like aluminum foil pull yeah, top. Yeah, they use them quite... Well, they still use them, but... But the kid can't seem to open it, and it's going through different phases of him still trying to open it, and then he dies. Yeah. And it says, um, Yo, Magic, the snack for survivors. It's like, but the fucker's dead. Yeah. Um, I, guess, I guess it just wasn't a snack for him. Why the fuck did you bring it to him? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, the shark could have at least opened it for him. You know? 
think that dog's farting again. Yes. God damn. <laughs> Woo. Shit. Now, anyway, uh, then Peter and wander out in front of a theater. And this is where I started getting confused of what fucking era and everything we're at. Because, yeah, the timeline that she's Yeah, because you're thinking it should be the 90s, the way that everything's kind of been going with the other episodes. We should be right around the 90s. But the movies playing are The Incredibles and The Parent Trap, which Credibles was 2004, Parent Trap was 98. Yeah. So it seems like an odd double billing. I don't know if they're trying to push those shows on the on the network. I don't know. Um, I'm sure The Incredibles probably does fine. I can't imagine that many people are probably watching The Parent Tramp, but whatever. It was a coronet theater, if that means anything. Fuck, I don't know. Since, you know, we don't get into all the back stuff with all the comics and everything else. We just right. stick to the main shit here. And um, so... <laughs> The boys are now going to have to return their candy. Because Wanda finds out. Well, because Wanda has realized. Yeah, that they went and took all the candy. Yeah, and like, oh, so lame. And then she's talking. When she's talking to um, her brother, Peter says something about, you know, I'm just here to do my part. So he brings up part. Right, which makes you know that he knows it's a show. And you know. uh, talking about tension with the brother-in-law and stir up trouble with the rug rats and give you grief. You yeah, and it's like, isn't that what you want? Yes, that's what you wanted, right? You know? So. You know, and then there's some mention about the accents. Yep. You know? Um, and she, well, she kind of, yeah, asks, yeah. you know, why is your accent changed? And he's oh, like, well, why is gone? yours? Yeah, he's like, where's where's yours then and so they go into how he got there he's like well i got shot like a chump i was just standing in the street Mm -hmm. you know and then i heard you call and i knew you needed me so you know i mean when was this call (laughs) Uh, was it after vision died or right exactly when i mean because he just showed up so, or did she call him while she's built this? Maybe called out his name for some reason? Because if it would have been when he died in Age of Ultron, well, it took him long enough to get there. Right. You don't know the real timeline on that either. You know. Right. Of, where, of how long it took her to do all of this, which maybe didn't take her long at all. I don't know. And um, so while they're talking, the boys come back and... They're like, oh, there's full-size candy bars just, you know, a few streets up. And so look, Tommy, the one with the super speed, he yeah. takes off, brings back a couple, and she's like, well, take your brother with you. Just be careful and don't go past Ellis Avenue. But that's the first time they've all realized that Tommy has speed. Yes, it was. Or any kind of powers, really. Right. <clears throat> and, you know, the other son at this point, we don't have anything from him yet. No. And then um, we go back to Monica and Jimmy and Darcy, and they enter a tent, and they're, um, they see the show airing, and I forgot which point they're at. at this, it's when, when she's talking to Peter, because Darcy says something about, you know, well, he's got the wrong face. Right. And 
So Darcy trying to access some of the data and realizes now that Hayward can look through the boundary. And he's actually tracking vision, not Wanda. Yeah, he's, he's tracking, tracking like decaying vibranium, which is vision. Right. And so she knows that, you know, he has got to be up to something besides trying to just basically disable what Wanda's doing. And then Jimmy, he sees, you know, the edge of town there on this, and there's, he's like, those people? And he goes, no, they're barely moving. Are they even alive? At this point, well, we don't know yet. No, because we haven't seen them, and we but haven't seen anything. I would assume that so. since they're on the monitor, they've got to be alive, obviously, because right. they probably wouldn't be or registering, wouldn't, I wouldn't think. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so Vision, he's walking up through this cul-de-sac, and um, there's a lady standing there just kind of staring off and starts asking her, you know, what's she doing or whatever, and he gets no response. Yeah, she's not moving, she's not talking, she's not anything. It's like she's frozen. Yeah, and then all the people that are out for Halloween aren't moving at all in this area. Right, in that You know, it's area. like Akid said, it's just more the ones closest to, to the border. Her. Right. Well, but, to her, I think. Well, no, moving. the ones closest, oh, close to her are moving, right, right. because they're playing the part for her right. and, you know, and, and they're she's kind not of on, around. They're kind of on hold. Yeah. In a way. Very true. Because they're going nowhere. And it didn't seem like it was quite as close to the border because Vision goes full Vision. He turns into his old self, you know, and he's got his cape and everything. And so he starts kind of to fly off. And he looks and he's kind of scanning through town. He sees a car stopped at a stop sign. And, well, he goes down and it's Agnes. And he's talking to her. But for some reason, she can respond. I don't yeah. know, because she's closer to the goddamn board than the rest of them. Maybe because she's in her car? I don't know. Or maybe because she is more of a neighbor and has is around him. I mean, in the opening credits, they have her there in that little video montage, right. being in the house, getting in the fridge. So she's still helping with the boys, it right. looks like. So I'd say that she's probably <clears throat> so going to be more active, but the further away she is, she's probably just not as active. Yeah. So he walks up to her and asks, starts asking her about something about the town square, or she does because she's lost. Right. Yeah. She and he's she's talking about taking a wrong turn, and I got lost. And he's like, in a town you grew up in. Yeah. So he's kind of confused by that, so he does the old head touch and kind of brings her to life. And she's like, aren't you one of the Avengers? Are you here to help us? Yeah. And he's like... He's very confused by what she's saying. Yeah, he's like, what's an Avenger? You know, I want to help, but what's an Avenger? (laughs) He doesn't even know. And she's like, "Um, am I dead? He's like, no, why? She's like, because you are. Right. And it's like, oh, shit. Yeah, because I think as he finds each piece, it's like a puzzle, and he's starting to put everything together, and he's really getting an idea, I think, of why Wanda's doing this. Yeah, and she's in control. He's like, well, I'm trying to reach those outside of Westview. And And she 
says that. Yeah. yeah. No one leaves. No. Wanda won't let us even think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, and so she kind of breaks down and starts, I mean, she's, she is dressed as a witch anyway, but she starts doing the old wicked witch cackle, you know. <laughs> But she's, Whatever the fuck I you know, her it. eyes have welled up and all this other kind of stuff. So she's she's pretty, you know, out there a little, you know, a little bit. Yeah, so he kind of touches her, turns her back to semi-catatonic. Not quite. Not as cause bad because she, she does leave. Yeah, she is in better shape than she was before. But he says, you know, I'll fix this. And so she drives off and... This is all at the corner of Ellis Avenue. Mm-hmm. She told the boys not to pass and Rolling Hill Drive. Right. Well, Vision walks past right through this little field area. And, you know, you know, in the hex, they're talking about getting back into the hex, Monica is. And she says, I got a ride coming. And, like, and Darcy's like, no, you can't. Right. You know, because Hayward has your blood work, and every time you go through there, it changes you. And she's been through twice. It says it changes your cells on a molecular level. Yeah, and she doesn't really seem to care. She actually really does want to help Wanda. Well, and also... It's not just to help, you know, the city or the world, possibly, or whatever. She really does want to help her. Well, and it's not only, as we learned from an earlier episode, it's also changing the molecular structure of her clothing. Right, exactly. You know, so, the, so who knows how these people are being changed? True. Then, you know, physically, mentally. Well, mentally. It's hard, well, obviously, <laughs> she's controlling them mentally. But they know it. And she's like, well, you know, I've got an idea of what Wanda is feeling, and I won't stop until I help her. Yeah. And so Darcy's like, well, I'm going to stay here. i got one more firewall to crack. And so we're back in the downtown, midtown, whatever, the city, mm-hmm. and there's a little hay maze going on. And Peter and Wanda are talking about how Westview's really nice. And yeah, Mama... she's created a very appealing, oh, yeah. small little town look, feel, vibe, everything. And... Yeah, it's like an old, you know, Midwest town. Right. It feels and like. he admits that his their parents would have loved being there. Yeah. And then he asks, he's like, where were you hiding all these kids before now? Because earlier episodes, they were at, you know, kids came up, but there were no other kids for yep. her kids to play with or anything. Yep. And he's like, well, I just kind of want to believe that they're just sleeping in their beds <laughs> yeah but then you know he says what oh, something uh, about don't you know no need to traumatize you right. know and what uh, on an occasional holiday cameo which once episode again, holiday episode cameo yeah which was, once so, again he realizes it's a show Yes, yeah, it's no. an episode. Yeah, he's really... It's strange how much he seems to know compared More than to... her. Well, compared to Vision. Oh, yeah. And, well, well, and her. And her. Because she just kind of looks at him every time he reveals something that she doesn't seem to have put right. two and two I, I think a lot of the, the people kind of sense, you know, what's going on. They're playing a bit or a part in 
this whole thing, and they're being obviously. controlled, right? But because even when they mention you want to redo this or whatever, right. she does not quite Understood. comprehend what the fuck's going on. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, he seems very impressed by you know and what she's what doing. She's done. He just doesn't know how she's done. Yeah, he's she's like, never done anything quite to this extent. And you know, he's like, well, I'm the empathetic twin. <laughs> And he, but like you said, he's like, you know, she's like, well, don't think it's wrong. And he's like, no, I'm impressed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's impressed. With what's going on. But which is still weird because she still doesn't really know. Comprehend of what she's done, not really. Or and, she doesn't want to. Well, and he wants to know how she did all this. He's like, you know, how did you do this? You know, you can talk to me because I'm not a stranger or your husband, so talk to me. Right. And, and all she remembers was being alone, feeling she's empty. She's like, I don't know how. Yeah. She felt empty. She felt nothing. And the emptiness was endless. Yeah. Endless nothingness is how she put it. And then she has the vision of Peter when he got shot. Right. You so see three bullet holes in a zombie face. Yeah, because his eyes are all clouded over. and you But know. it was when this version got shot, apparently, because it wasn't Aaron Taylor Johnson, mm-hmm. the one from Age of Ultron, which it probably should have been a flashback of that, because that one she did see. Right, right. And since they used that in Previously On or whatever, right. at the opening credits here, I don't know why they just didn't put that image in there instead there was probably there must be some reason since that's the one she did actually see right and so back at sword we got hayward telling everybody to move out and um darcy's watching vision on the monitor as he goes up to the force field and starts to walk through it um he starts to disintegrate which you know what I kind of expected, he'd start turning into what he was before he got in there, was brought to town, and so he's going to end up and how I, she found him in pieces. pieces. Right. And exactly. so he's slowly, you know, some parts of them are flying back into there, which, you know, seem like they're the parts that she's remade or whatever. Right. And, so as he's going through, he is. It looks like he's disintegrating. And Darcy, she comes running out, and it's like, you know, why the fuck aren't you helping him? Yeah. He wants to know why, you know, Hayward well, and the rest of them aren't. I think he just him. wants him back, the pieces. Oh yeah, no, that's, I don't, you know. Yeah, they want to study it and figure it all is, out, and he's wants just to an vibranium. Yeah. And, and then we got Billy. Right. And he's standing still, and he can hear his dad. So he's sensing him. He's like, Mom, you know, Dad's in trouble. And, you know, Vision, he's, you know, slowly going through, slowly disintegrating, and, you know, before he can really, or before he kind of shuts, starts shutting down, he's like, people need help. Oh. But the military just has their guns at him and they're just standing there. Of course, just standing there doing nothing. And so Wanda asks, you know, Billy, where's Dad? And, you know, Peter's like, you know, don't sweat it, sis. It's not like your dead husband can die twice. 
I mean, that's the perfect thing to tell someone in her situation yeah, and everything that else. That didn't go well. So, no, she, she zaps his ass, yeah. sends him flying into the hay bales, and she tells Billy to focus. And um, he actually can also see through his father's eyes at this point because he sees, or at least see where he's at. He sees, tells me he sees soldiers, and I think he's dying. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the whole town freezes. freezes. Yeah. <laughs> she has to concentrate on what she has to do next. Yes, so whatever she's putting them through, it's nothing. Yeah. And so Monica and Jimmy, they're f- cruising on down the road, and she sees the, um, the force field, or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, the hex, mm-hmm. and moving... And expanding, yep. and they're in a goddamn hurry at this point. Yeah, she's increasing her range of control over the city. So, it will her range will be larger. She's got to get, yeah. you know, vision back. And yeah, she's trying way, to save vision. Yeah, so that's the only way she just can do it. keeps sending that out. Yeah. Now, yeah. once she gets him back encompassed, it's still going. Right. I mean, right. They're, they're little camps turning into... Not a carnival, but a circus, circus. it looks uh, like. You know, yeah. old school circus where right. there's all the different tents and yeah, everything. So you, I, got, you got mines and you've got, you know, clowns, clowns. and you've got, you know. Military vehicle turned into a funnel cake truck. And yeah. Then we got some, well, they look like they're probably regular parking lots, but now they're turning into used car lots with cars from the 70s, 70s. possibly the 80s. I didn't take a real good look, but. Um, I saw seventies Ford LTD. It looked like, and so it's like what time frame then? Because it's almost like where she started expanding. You know, the circus. You would think it's a little with that setup, that yeah. funnel cake truck. It maybe fifties. You know, and then everything. It looks like maybe as it's going out, it's going through years too, which is. Kind of weird that it's almost like it's re-going through everything. Yeah, and she's so chaotic, so it's hard to say exactly why that is. Um, everything is a little uh, messy. It's all just jumbled up, you know, yeah. the time frames or whatever. So, yeah, and he said it was finally a really good episode. I, right, I we, did but enjoy we didn't this one. say, that, I mean, Darcy is has gone through the hex now. Because she was yeah, attached that's to true. She was uh, one of the vehicles there. with handcuffs. So she has now been, and that's pretty much how it ended, is plop. Yeah, because know. as she said, changing all the molecular stru- structure of everybody. That's why they're all turning in all these other mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. I forgot what she but turned they're, into. They're, they have to fit her mold of what she's trying to do, too. Right. So and What's going through her head. Right, right. <laughs> so whatever you know, costume, basically, they have to be changed into, you know. But we do know that um, Hayward didn't um, get in the hex. Right. And yeah, they, uh, they got away. No, neither did uh, Rambo and uh, Right, Luke. Monica and Jimmy, yeah. So those three are not in the hex. No. And I don't think that we really want Rambo back in it, necessarily. I mean, it, it would be great, but if it didn't affect her... Uh, negatively, I should say. Right, yeah, because if it's changing her molecular structure, who knows what could happen. But this, again, could be leading into 
the MCU movie universe where she's kind of coming in and I think she, I think it ends up she either takes over as Captain Marvel or something works with Captain Marvel so maybe this is what's changing her to become a superhero on her own so I don't know enough about the comics and the backstories of all that but she like I said is the daughter from um, Captain Marvel's um, best friend there so I know that she supposedly ends up playing a big part and this is how they're going to introduce her right and probably give her her powers from Mm -hmm. you know all this yeah that's probably because she's going in and out that's how she's gonna whatever changes her if she goes back in so we will we will see it's but it was three episodes left but by far the best episode by far yeah I, i did enjoy this and i said the comedy finally worked but it didn't rely all on sitcom-y stuff like the you know yeah. mainly the especially the first two or three it was all just a sitcom pretty yeah. much and that just wasn't working and this one here you know you got a little more drama a little more tension action and well, I think a lot he, of comedy for once the actual comedy fucking worked that worked yeah but pietro i mean for him to be in there he's kind oh, of the one that hell, changed he's, yeah he's great yeah he he launched that into a kind of a different direction or a better direction yeah so i did enjoy that and i guess one other thing we'll just talk about quickly is there's a trailer you all need to watch nicholas cage <laughs> willie's wonderland this is a crazy fucked up looking movie it is it yeah. looks great it's just nick cage being all over the top it um kind of reminds me of something like Oh, what the hell was it? Um, goddamn uh, banana, banana splits. Split, yeah. Where they, you know, this was a kid show back when we were growing up, with these big old uh, mascot-looking characters. Cause, you evil know, animatronics. The, well, now they're evil animatronics in in the movie. You yeah. Know, and it's just totally different take. They're just fucking killing machines, and this here looks like Nicolas Cage is kind of lured, you know, these tires mm-hmm. blow out, which obviously was a setup. Right. And some guy comes around and says he'll fix up his car, but he's got to stay the night in Willie's Wonderland. And, and help clean it up. Yeah. Yeah. And so some other kids show up and, and you know, they're telling them, hey, this is a setup. You know, mm-hmm. they're using you to pretty much to kill you. Right. You know, you're being, I don't know, as a sacrifice or whatever to these fucking creature things, <laughs> but... Yeah. Oh, man. It but it looks good. Fucking I mean, nuts. Yeah. It, it is crazy. So, I would highly recommend the trailer. Unfortunately, it's um, it's a rental only for the, the theatrical release. So, it's 20 bucks, but it's not one you get to keep. Like I was saying, Bill and Ted, you get to keep, you know, and paid 20 bucks. Right. So, um, wish they would have gone that route. Yeah, I do too. And, I do you know, too. even 25, whatever. There's a lot of people still staying at home and still not either right. able to go to a theater or just don't feel comfortable yet with it or just don't have a freaking time. And of course, if you went to the theater, you'd pay the 20 bucks and only get to watch it once. But True. You know, still, so 
I don't, I think the rental, I'm not sure how those work right now with some of that. If the 20 bucks is just a one, I know you got so many days to watch it, but right. I don't know if it's a, just a one time watch or what. Or you can watch it the whole time for like three days or something like that. Yeah, because yeah, you got, I think you got so much time. If you don't watch and then after you start it, you got so much time after that. I don't know, but if they would have went the Bill and Ted route, it looks like it'd be worth the 20 bucks. <laughs> to watch it before you know it ends up anywhere else so anyway we got a doggy having problems over there so <laughs> all right we'll end this i can be found on untapped at mconnor 666 she's mc vampire or we can be reached uh, gmail at thrownabeer at gmail.com and we are out <laughs>